Hey everyone, welcome to Centered. This is season two uh, of our podcast, exploring spiritual practices for everyday life. We're so glad you're here. Uh, as always, my name is Carl Helvig. And I'm Kaylee Rada. And this episode, we have some lovely artwork from my sister, Megan. It's so fun. So fun. Little family podcast, if you will. Uh, as you guys may know, we are in episode eight, uh, station number eight, as we continue to pray together through the stations of the cross. This is a historic Christian practice centered around images of the journey that Jesus took from his arrest and trial before Pilate all the way until and through his crucifixion. Um, We've been presenting artwork created by a number of artists here at Centennial Covenant Church, uh, and we guide you through simple practices to spend some time reflecting on and engaging with the artwork as a way to facilitate your reflection on and your engagement with God. As always, you can find the artwork on our website, ccc-centered.org, or if you're watching, or sorry, listening on Spotify, the artwork should be right there as the cover of this episode. Um, Our hope is the same every week. We hope that by engaging in these spiritual practices together, you might find in your life a little more peace and a little less anxiety, a little more centeredness and a little less of the noise and the craziness that so often fills our lives. We're really glad you're here. Before we go into the practice, I'd invite you to find a comfortable posture, whether you're seated or lying down or standing up. Take a minute and simply let your body find stillness. We were talking together just before recording this episode about how our body and our soul are somehow interconnected. So by stilling our bodies, by releasing the tension from our neck, our shoulders, our backs, we can often find we also come to a little more stillness in our souls. Once you're settled, Take two or three nice, deep breaths. Whether you're looking at Megan's artwork or creating an image in your mind's eye, listen now to the words of the Gospel of Luke, as well as some words written by Tony Jones in his book, The Sacred Way. A large number of people followed him including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. 
And Tony Jones writes, Jesus broke so many barriers for his day. He touched lepers. He healed on the Sabbath. And he spoke to women in public. Jesus ignored traditions that were oppressive. And he stood up to the authorities who challenged him. And now, the women of Jerusalem show their gratitude by meeting Jesus along the way and crying over his fate. Earlier, Jesus prophesied that the women of Jerusalem would weep for him. And now, that prophecy is fulfilled. attention to the artwork. Notice the features, big, small, and see where your eyes are drawn to. What is capturing your attention? What is the emotion in this piece? Are you feeling empathy, emotions on behalf of the subject? How is this image reflected in your own life? I challenge you to look at the image itself and try and relate it to your personal experience. Is there some piece of it that reminds you of you or someone you know?
Let's continue to reflect as I read the scripture again. Luke 23, 27 through 28. A large number of people followed him, including women, who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. As I personally reflected on this scripture, I wrote a poem, and I'll read it to you now. Worry for you and your children. I worry if I have daughters. I fear having to explain to them why this society is built against them, how to avoid becoming just a statistic another face on the forefront of injustice. Who is this man that acknowledges my struggles when my society would rather silence, ignore them, minimize them? Who is this man that spoke directly to women as if their inequality wasn't at the center of Roman culture? as if they had thoughts more than just feelings, more than just tasks and fulfilling others' needs. My God acknowledges me. He sees me. My suffering is valid. And in his last moments, he worries for me, a woman. Your love isn't ashamed to be seen with me, and it's not in bite-sized amounts. It is abundant. It is whole. Like how I am in your presence. How are you going to respond? Whenever we create space to reflect, to process, 
it only increases the impact that God can have on our lives. Consider trying to write your own written response. We'd love for you to come and share your response on the website ccc-centered.org. And as always, we're eager to be with you again next episode. Grace and peace.